167 of the All the Books show recorded at the David A. Hale Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news, which sometimes means awards. It sure does. Yeah. And I'm Eric. I'm Nick. Mickles. Gunning. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. Th- these are my favorite awards that we're going to be talking about today. The Goodreads Choice Awards. Nick, everybody. you say that about every award. I don't. <laughs> uh, no, but I do like the Goodreads Choice Awards because it just, I mean, anybody can vote. Mm-hmm. So like the books you're reading, you go and you vote. And to me, it's a little bit more, it's a, it's a more helpful meter of like what people are really interested in and what people are really yeah. reading. I think we all kind of use it afterwards to sort of see the winners and the ones that got the most votes and kind of check the collection and see right. like, do we have these? And it's a good way to, to know, you know, what's, what's popular here and outside of our library as well. Mm. So the Goodreads Choice Awards are up and we're going to talk about uh, the nominees a little bit later. Yeah. In the meantime, though. Let's talk about some other stuff. What if we never did? What if we got through oh. the New York Times bestsellers list yeah. and we're like, well, good night, everybody. Yeah, and that'd then drive hung people up. crazy. Oh. That would drive people crazy. What a trick that would be. No, now we're going to oh. do a roundtable uh, politics discussion. So we're bringing our guests. Just kidding. We're not going mm. to talk about <laughs> politics. Other okay. than to say yeah. you should vote. Voting day is coming up. So please, please vote. Here to talk That's politics, all. buddy. <laughs> I don't get it. You got Polly Shore Polly as our Sh- oh, guest Polly for Shore. our political roundtable. <laughs> you used that time to see if you could do a Polly Shore <laughs> impression. Realized you couldn't and did it anyway. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Uh, let's open up the old books. Check the bookmarks. See All where right. we are. I couldn't do a Carrot Top impression. so I It's just prop comedy. Yeah, so, that's why I couldn't. Yeah. On this audio medium, sure. it, people yeah. were like... The, the Twitch gang and YouTube yeah. would have loved it, but yeah. it wouldn't have worked. People were like, is he doing a bit? He's been awfully quiet. Yeah. I hear shuffling. <laughs> uh, uh, Eric's pointed out that my bookmark is meager this week, and I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, so Not on air. <laughs> here, are the <laughs> here are the things that I've been reading. Okay. So I read there's a new Yellow Submarine uh, graphic novel. That takes the nonsensical story from the film Yellow Submarine. <laughs> and album? Uh, Does and the album have like a story? Well, there is no like album Yellow oh, Submarine. Oh, the Beatles. It's just a soundtrack to the movie. Oh, okay. So it's like established songs uh, with instrumentals by George Martin. And I think there's maybe two or three like Hey Bulldog and All mm-hmm. Together Now are specifically uh, just in Yellow Submarine. But it's okay. not like it was an album first. Right. The song is on Revolver. Okay. Anyway, the movie is kind of a acid trip through like i've seen some of it beetle references and weird art yeah. uh the beetles don't do the voices it doesn't sound anything like them except yeah. for ringo ringo's pretty close lisa in the simpsons yeah. when she gets anesthetic or she gets the gas yeah. for her dentist she has like this crazy fever dream that she's in the yellow submarine yeah. and the beetles stop by and it's pretty funny they That's hit funny. they hit a portrait and they get on fire and they uh-huh. fall it's a very classic episode oh, sounds good lisa needs braces go on <laughs> anyway the movie is pretty nonsensical it's kind of a fun watch uh, there's a lot of music in it to break it up yeah. it just didn't work so great as a graphic novel because the did sto- you try like said, listening to the music while you read i listened to pink floyd's the wall and it synced up perfectly huh it was weird. weird yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so i don't know i don't know if i would recommend it the illustrations are good and i mean yeah why not check it out flip through <laughs> okay. it what a turnaround you know go I ahead did not expect this ending go ahead call m9 uh, Shyamalan. Then I also, for graphic novels, I finished that was uh, The Injustice League, which has Lex Luthor on The Justice League, which is kind of fun. This is volume six? Yeah, there were a couple of um, short, uh, you know, like little little three or four issue mm-hmm. kind of stories. Some were good, some were bad. I, I wouldn't say it was a great collection overall, but right. it's fine. It's decent. Yeah. Uh, and then I finished Hauntings, 
Woo-hoo. Oh, this sounds like a scary book. Maybe written by an established horror author? No, 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 no. It's written by Nancy Holder. Okay. And is it she, is set is she the, known for ghost stories? She's known for writing uh, TV uh, supplemental novels. Uh-huh. Oh, so like a scary... Like, well... This is for like... Uh, American Horror Story. Or no, something. no, this is a novel from the CWWB television series uh-huh. Smallville. Uh, okay, <laughs> but right. I don't want to give too much away about the book. Not that I think that anyone in the universe is going <laughs> to read this book, but right, uh, I was kind of expecting there to be an explanation for the supernatural mm-hmm. goings on, and there wasn't. It was just a hmm. straight up like a ghost story. There were no meteor rocks. No, that brought this ghost to life. No. He died just as the meteor rocks were happening, and I mean, meteor rocks got... were involved, but okay. it was still like, <laughs> yeah, ghosts. I mean, it was just straight up ghosts. There you so go. it was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, I said in my Goodreads review that it kind of set Smallville a little more firmly in the DC universe. Like it did, oh. some, there was some Wayne stuff happening. Pete Ross was interested in politics, which is a thing from the comics. Uh-huh. And, you know, so overall, I thought it was a pretty decent read. Is he also interested in chewing gum in this no, novel? No, that's a later episode <laughs> yeah. of the television series Smallville. Did it feel like Smallville? Yeah, it did. Okay. Yeah, it did. And we have the Smallville series in our collection, and it's been pretty popular. So. I know. We got the first... Somebody donated the first too. five seasons to us. Yeah. So we're like, all right, let's just add them. Yeah. And people seem to yeah. still care. I wish that I could say the same for Lois and Clark, but yeah. that didn't get a lot of play. No. I mean, it got checked out. People, it did, it did. people, the first season. What's the best season of Lois and Clark? Uh, probably the first. Okay. I mean, because it has Lex Luthor still, and mm. they're not like in love, so oh, a little yeah. better. Okay. Uh, let's see. What Were they else? only in love after Lex Luthor left because Lois still had a thing for Lex Luthor? I I mean, it kind of gradually happened. <laughs> oh, but, nice. You know. <laughs> uh, and now. Wait, I'm, wait, wait. Yeah. That was only four seasons. Yeah. They got married. What season? The fourth season, I think. How long did they date? Well, the f- <laughs> so stupid. The first season they don't date. The right. second season is kind of like, mm, will they? Know. Won't they? In the third season, they're like a couple, and then married. Wow, fourth season. that is a quick engagement. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. what. That's what I was. I was just doing the math. I'm like they wouldn't have been yeah, dating guess, engaged I, long. Yeah, I guess because they like meet in the pilot. So yeah, they're not wow. together that long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when Clark sees something he wants with his X-ray vision, yeah. he slowly over the course of four seasons <laughs> goes for it. Yeah. Uh, boy, where are we? Oh, you Do you know think he's else? ever, like, when they're fighting, he's like, oh, your your heart must be covered in lead. Yeah. I can't, I I can't, can't see, see it. through it. Yeah, yeah, I can't see through great. it. That's great. That's great. I'm going to stop now. That's for that's it for books. But I do want to mention, too, in the, in the video no, game. No, you're reading something. Yeah, oh, I am. Okay. I, am. Okay. I was just doing when things finished. I finished. And I finished uh, while I spent the day on the couch wearing this outfit yeah yesterday. wearing your work outfit um, looking like we, so mr rogers while people are downstairs yeah. so i had to get my furnace hey, repaired and i didn't think it was going to be an all-day thing so uh-huh. i just was like well i'll just get dressed and i'll go in whenever they're done all day thing they were so i done. just like sat at home yeah. in a tie all day like <laughs> some weird like i was basically mr belvedere for yeah. the day they come up with your furnaces like hey where do you want this and you're just like well i'm like a oh, pish boss <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it was yeah. but uh it did give me a little time to finish uncharted 2 ah Electric Boogaloo. Uh, electric Boogaloo, exactly. <laughs> no. So this is part of the Among Nathan Drake Thieves. game series. Yeah. Uh, I liked the first one. I liked the second one much better. Yeah. So it was good. It was fun. I was exciting to finish it. So now You're... I'm going to try a little... Uh, I'm going to go back to Tomb Raider Underworld, ah, which yeah. I was playing on the Wii like 10 years yeah. ago. And I'm going to pick it up and finish it, baby. I don't know what that's going to be like with the re- Wii remote, because there's a lot of swimming in that one. Is there? Yeah. 
I mean, I've done like half the games. So oh, well, I there you go. Probably have swim. All right. Swim. Swam. Swam. I don't you know. Probably swam. Is my wife watching? You probably Please. went swimming. Tell me. Tell me what, what verb it is. Okay. Uh, that's it for things I've finished. I'm currently reading Lee Child's Never Go yeah, Back. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, well, it's for the book club. Ongoing listeners know that Nick and I once saw Never Jack Reacher Never Go Back in theaters, yeah. and it was a bad film. It was a bad film. It was. So. Well, we were originally going to do One Shot, which was the uh, first movie. Okay. The, that's what the first movie is based on. But oh. there's no audio books, and usually the book club likes there to be some more like mm. format options. So I was checking to see what was available, and I thought, oh, let's go with Never Go Back. All right. Uh, it is different from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, better in some ways, worse in others. Yeah. I would say the story overall is pretty good. But you miss Tom Cruise. <laughs> no. But remember, in the in the movie, it's Tom Cruise and Kobe Smulders. They're not a couple. Yeah. They're just like working together. Yeah. Which is kind of unique it's interesting yeah. that there's that it's not a romance this is just like a straight up they get together and they're like well i guess we better share one hotel room wink huh and it so it's kind of takes a little bit of the intrigue out of it because uh-huh. they're just like on a cute little romantic road trip together oh, that's fun i'm enjoying the book more than i thought and i think mm-hmm. the book club will like it and they've been asking to do a jack reacher since he, like day one he so. only owns the clothes that he wears right yes he does yeah, he, he doesn't have any extra clothes he doesn't have anything that's his whole thing so when he goes and he's washing his shirt like yeah. in a sink yeah does he, does he never wash his underwear he does he's just naked in a hotel room just like washing his clothes hanging them okay. up. okay puts them on in the morning all right yep there we go now now you know i don't that's still pretty gross it's a little you gross fine he should, he should have, have yeah. He should probably have at least a backup pair of underwear. At least he does have yeah. a toothbrush that like hooks on his belt. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I really I have a. My dad could beat it. Your Jack Reacher dad. Do you remember what what was our episode where we talked all about Jack Reacher exclusively? Oh, geez, I don't remember. Your brother was here. Yeah, he was. Anyway, I I think we kind of covered this in that episode, but uh, I just there's something to these books, you know. Like I do enjoy them. I like I like Jack Reacher as a character, but they also they get very boring. Uh, it's episode one sixteen, by the way. Episode one sixteen is where spot, we talked about spotlight Jack on Lee Child. Oh, Lee Child. So you can look at that. Um, yeah. So there's something to it. I do like it. I like the writing, but I think Jack Reacher as a character is just a little too. I don't know. He's like a Mary Sue. You know, he yeah. just he can do no wrong. He's yeah. one step ahead of everyone. Yeah. Um, but he's so not he's, good in a fight. You know, he's great in a fight. Okay. The best yeah. in a fight. Is he handsome? Yeah, he's handsome. Darn he's it. Tall, muscular. Yeah. Yeah, but he, his life must be full of responsibilities. No, it's great. He's a he's a free spirit. He what? just goes from town to town. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, <laughs> so that can get a little dull. That right. can get a little old because yeah. there's there's no like I wonder is he gonna you yeah. know, he'll figure it out. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. So I went for a while where I read a bunch of these like back to back. I was right. really enjoying them. I I think maybe, you know, it's a never go back situation. <gasps> nice. <laughs> Because I am enjoying this, but I don't... It would be a couple of years, I think, before I was like, I'll check out Jack Do Reacher. Do you want again. to read one where Jack Reacher meets uh, an author named Lee Child and no, has to protect him? I don't think so. But he's also like, why am I protecting if, you? It's like you're protecting meet, me. If he could meet uh, Sam Beckett from Quantum Leap. Okay. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the Fugitive from The Fugitive. That uh-huh. would be perfect. Because those are basically all the same right. story. And uh, it's just... The Incredible Hulk, but from the 70s yeah, TV show. Yeah, Bill Bixby, <laughs> Lou Ferrigno, Incredible Hulk, where yeah. the character just like, I'll go in this town and stir up some trouble and make some friends and leave. Yeah. That's that's You wanted to sing that. that. I could show. tell. Did I? Yeah. Hmm. You, you kind of had a little uh, song in there. Oh, okay. That's it. Well, there's a song in my heart. <laughs> okay. There's what else are you reading? In my heart. Uh, what else am I reading? Well, I am reading Traveler's Rest. 
by Keith Lee Morris. I just picked this up randomly. It's the last of my Halloween reads this year, mm-hmm. and it's working. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's this these the basic story. It's kind of a Hotel California situation where people pull off in a snowstorm, and they're kind of trapped in this hotel. Uh-huh. And do you think Hotel California is taking place during a snowstorm? No, but they're drawn to the hotel. Yeah, they're kind of like stuck there. And they mm-hmm. can't... Uh, they can't leave. They can check out whenever they like. Yeah. They can never leave. <laughs> they can never leave. Okay. So that's what it is. It's all very yeah. like, is this a dream? Is this really happening? And mm-hmm. that kind of thing is always really effective for me, like spooky-wise. Nice. So I'm really liking it. I'm I'm about 200 pages out of, you know, 350 wow. through it. Right. And so far, it's it's uh, it's doing a good job. So Do more to report next week, but I'm a fan as of right now. That's not a Twilight Zone episode. That's a, that's a movie. Is it a Hitchcock film? What? Where a bunch of strangers are in a, at a party and they just can't seem to leave the party. Oh. I that sounds interesting. I don't know what that is. It's an, it's an older black and white film. I don't... Maybe it's not Hitchcock, hmm. but it's... I can't remember. Maybe it's foreign. Anyway... Um, are you listening to Ca- Hotel California on loop while you I read this? <laughs> There's a movie called The Exterminating Angel. Huh. I don't know if that's one. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So that's that's all that you are reading then. That's it at the okay. moment. Yep. Cool. What about you? Uh, I finished The Wolfen. Oh, hey. The Wolfen. Yeah. I didn't like The Wolfen, man. Oh, that's sad. I was real bored. That's... That's real sad. Uh, I couldn't get into it. I didn't like the characters. If you're curious about our episode featuring the Wolfen, that was episode eight. Wow. The Wolfen. Yeah. All right. So you didn't like the characters. No, I didn't like the characters. I didn't find it scary. It's one of those things where like, you know what the monster is. Yeah. And they know what the monster right. is. But like, no, nobody can do any. You know that nothing's going to happen mm. until the very end of the book and you have 300 pages to get to it. Right. And so it's just kind of like, you know, the next pages are just kind of filled like, oh, looks like hey, they can they mm. can smell you. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there was one conversation where they were just talking about um, the sense of smell that dogs have and how that works and how you get rid of it. And that was more fascinating than the things that were happening. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, go down river with the wind. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But then it gets back to the story. I'm like, oh. So that's too bad. Yeah. All right, man. Because they're, I mean, you have the image here of the, of the movie. Are you going to watch the movie? Maybe. Maybe the movie would be interesting. I mean, it's, it's, oh, it's 80s, right? Yeah. It's probably more of like interesting in terms of like effects. But they're yeah. not, they're not werewolves. They're just wolf, wolf creatures. Wolf creatures. They're, they're like more advanced human-like wolves, but they're not people turning into werewolves. Okay. So there's no mystery to it. There's no real terror. Huh. So anyway... The I, film stars Albert Finney, Diane Verona, Gregory Hines, and Edward James Almos. Huh. Okay. Mm. Um, so instead, I started Contagion by Aaron Bowman. This is a young uh. adult book. This was on one of our uh, sexy new books, but okay. I can't remember which one. Okay. Uh, Help is light years away, says the cover. Hmm. So they're going to pretty far. explore something that has a distress signal, but okay. it's on an inhabitable planet. And I think things are going to get... Uh, pretty tense, Do and then know? they they won't be able to get any help, so they gotta Do get off. You now, yeah. I like those kind of like we're isolated, we're in space. What do we do? Situations. Yeah, I do too. I like those as well. Uh, nice. I also like them as well. I like them too, Eric. Uh, what did I finish? I read. Oh, so I finished. It's like twenty something issues. It's not very long, but Magneto got his own Magneto of the X Men. Of fame, the X Men, sure. Got his own uh ongoing comic book series, and it was like the first time he's ever had that. It started in like twenty fourteen. Cool. He's been around cool. for like. 70 years and yeah. they finally gave him his own ongoing um 
But it was Aquaman's cool. Aquaman's had like eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Thanks. Um, at this in this comic, he's depowered. He oh. he has powers, but he's his uh, he's not lifting. Um, he's not lifting the Golden State Bridge, Golden Gate Bridge. It's okay. not the Golden State, Golden no. Gate Bridge. No. He he. You still don't want to be alone with him. Like around barbed wire. Okay. You don't want to give him a bunch of paper clips. The, the Pam Anderson movie barbed wire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be in the same room with him while he's watching <laughs> barbed wire. Um, but so he he can't he can't lift buildings, but he can still okay do very scary things with metal, and he's kind of acting as the Punisher. Could he do? Could he just use his <laughs> finger to do one of those things where you use the wand to pull the metal shaving stick yeah. mustache on a guy? Yeah. He could do that with just his finger. He could do that. Yes. Wow. Um, so he's going around and he's just, he's just taking out people, Punisher style, okay. who are either hurting or killing mutants. Does he throw coins into people's head? No, okay. he has done, he did some piping through a guy's body. Um, and he also at one, I mean, there's barbed wire. He, not, again, we said barbed wire, but there's chain link fences. He wraps people in. It's real. It's into, it's some, it's gross, I guess. Oh. Like, so you don't recommend? No, it? I liked it. Oh, but well, if you well, if you don't think you can read a Punisher solo story, yeah. you probably don't want to read this. But it's actually it. it's an interesting character study of him. Huh. And at the end, uh, it takes place right before Secret Wars. Okay, and it decides to like Magneto's trying to like save the world all alone, mm. and he d- he can't. But it's just kind of him realizing that maybe he made things worse for mutants I by being a huge terrorist that almost threatened to drop a moon on the planet sounds bad yeah so it, it was good though speaking of moons yeah you ever gonna watch the inhumans oh my show? gosh you're not going to <laughs> uh i think i and most of americans say yeah. probably not okay well, it's not in theaters so i don't mean to brag I, you did see it in theaters uh i sure f- did i finished uh volume four of hawkeye which means i finished that run of hawkeye oh. by matt fraction i really liked that this one was rio bravo it was pretty good i wish this was the standard i wish this was the only hawkeye we'd get yeah just kind of this down on his luck regular joe hawkeye instead yeah, I like of like too. the rest of them every time i was reading this i'm like oh but hawkeye and the avengers is all different i like that part in the middle where everything stops and he goes and hangs out with his family on a barn in the movie Oh, that was just the yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh, that was confusing. You're, you're con- because you saw the you saw Wolf. I saw Wolf, and you had James Spader on the brain. I sure did. Ultron. Yeah, yeah. Ninja yeah. Turtles. You're right. All right. I mm-hmm. I also because the in Age of Ultron where they go to the barn, it's like yeah. where they, but Ninja Turtles did it better. They sure did. <laughs> they sure did. I love those movies. Yeah, the original Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah. I only read the first two volumes of the that Hawkeye series. Oh yeah. I don't think we have L.A. Woman or Rio Bravo. No. But I read Wait. them. This says there's more. This says there's yeah. There's one more called uh, All New Hawkman. All New Hawkman, but I don't think that's Fraction, but it might be Hawkman. No, it's Jeff Lemire. Hawkeye, and then he gets another series. But this is like Matt Fraction's run. Okay. So, uh, I read Young Avengers. I said I read the first volume, but I finished the series. Oh. It never gets great, mm-hmm. but it's enjoyable. I liked it, and there's a character in it. Uh, her name is oh, uh, well, she goes by Miss America. Okay. But that's not her. It's a uh, oh man. I just typed in America by Childish Gambino, and that's not what I meant to mm. do. Uh, America uh, Chavez. Okay. Um, she's she's this character. I guess she was in one issue of a miniseries I hadn't read. It was like a seven issue miniseries about different villains, and like okay. she's in like the first one. Anyway, she's super strong. She can punch holes through dimensions. She's just she's very cool. Mm. And I was like, what? Where has she been? Anyway. She, she's a cool this character. This isn't the one with Jessica Jones, is it? Is Jessica Jones in this? No. Story? Okay. No. 
So anyways, I liked this Young Avengers. It was never as good as the original Young Avengers, but it, it has introduced me to a cool new character. And Loki was in it. So young he was fun. Loki? Yes, it was young Loki, young but Loki. at some point he becomes teenage Loki. That's cool. Um, and I've also started the last volume of the Venom collections that collect like the 90s series. Okay. This is Venom Tooth and Claw. I read the Tooth and Claw at like three issues with him and Wolverine. Real bad. Is it? Right now I'm reading The Trial of Venom or Venom on Trial. Venom on Trial. And also real bad. So I think... I don't think Venom's going out with a bang in this like '90s I wouldn't, I wouldn't run. I think so, no. So, and I watched the pilot of *The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina*. Oh, I'm scared. Just you saying that has scared me. I liked it, but I probably won't watch it anymore. It's just a bit too dark mm-hmm. for my own taste. A little Satan heavy, would you say? Yeah. Okay. So you know your Satan mileage will vary on this show. Yeah. But everything about it's good. At the, I don't know the actress's name. It's. Something. Oh, Kieran Shipka. Yeah, she yeah. was in Mad, Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays Sabrina. She's she's very good. Um, and so are the two ants. Uh, I like Salem in it. Uh, you can tell the guy who did Riverdale did this show. Oh, okay. um, but I I thought... Is, just, Luke, is Luke Perry in it? No. no. But I thought that just off the pilot, this was already like a stronger show than... Riverdale. Uh, Riverdale. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it does a lot of cool, uh, interesting stuff. So if this if it's something you think you might like, it's it's a good version of that. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. So. All right. Well, let's uh, close up shop on the bookmarks then and move on to book news. Yeah. You don't have a lot of advance notices today. No, I don't. Look, you normally know, do don't. three. I know. Today you have two. So that's well, not I a big do, difference. I, well, I usually do three and a large print, but I, I'm running low right now. So oh, yeah. It's kind of a dead season, I think. It'll pick up a little bit as we get... A real dead zone. Oh, yeah. Like the like the uh, book and movie and TV series, Dead Zone. <laughs> yep. Eric and I are doing a book club on the dead zone on Halloween at 3.30, and guess what? It's still bad. Uh, here we go. So the book, not the not the book club. Well, that remains to be seen. But the book <gasps> was definitely bad. Uh, you might enjoy this one, Eric. Death of an Eye. What? This is book number one in the Eye of Isis Why am series I by Isis, Dana. the uh, '70s TV show. Well, he's a low-watt DC character. Yep. By Dana Stabenow, Alexandria, 47 BCE. I don't remember what that stands for, but. Cleopatra shares the throne with her brothers, Ptolemy, under the auspices of Julius Caesar, by whom Cleopatra is heavily pregnant with child. A shipment of new coin meant to reset the shaky Egyptian economy has been stolen. The queen's eye has been murdered, and Queen Cleopatra turns to childhood friend Tashiri to find the missing shipment and bring the murderer to justice. That's weird, right? Yeah. You like Egyptian stuff? Yeah. You do? What? You you asked me that almost like you were angry at me no i'm just wondering you do like was a nerd don't you like egyptian i like ancient egypt yeah Yeah. are you gonna read this book probably not death of an eye it's it's i guess i didn't realize that egypt had a like ancient egypt during cleopatra's had a you know a uh recession yeah like this i I, you you read the line shaky egyptian economy i'm like really yeah (laughs) so yeah yep yeah you'd think pitch would always be popular (laughs) so i guess not uh though i will say I like like my ancient civilizations, but Egypt is one that I probably know the least about mm-hmm. because it's just it's so old. Yeah, and there, it's it's old, and it almost 
it's almost like the most alien when you like start reading True. like ancient Egypt stuff. You're like, this is just so strange. It is very like, strange. Y- you well, like Wilbur Smith's uh, like River God and Desert yeah. God and all that. You read something like about ancient Rome, you're like, oh, I see how we got where we are. But you yeah. read ancient Egypt and even their gods and their mythology, it's all yeah. it's all just so strange. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, on Neptune. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's interesting. This I remember in sixth grade when we started. Uh, ancient Sith for like the first time in my life we started with like ancient Egypt because where else would you start yeah and I was like wow this is so cool yeah so Great, crazy town but it's so you, you're gonna read the eye of Isis I, I already clicked away I don't know <laughs> death of an eye Thank the you. eye of Isis Thank yeah alright no. well I know how you like ancient Egypt how do you feel about low watt mysteries that are a little pervy uh, yeah, I don't even this title. You it's like, like it? oh, okay. when you know how Stuart Woods names his books, yeah. this title's like gross. Yeah, a little gross. Uh, Delicate Touch, <laughs> book number forty-eight in the long-running Stone Barrington series by Stuart Woods. It's a big safe on the cover that says Excelsior. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't have a full cover yet. Well, all right, good for you. I have contacts. When an old acquaintance reaches out to Stone Barrington requesting a delicate touch. <laughs> Just kidding, but probably true. Maybe, yeah. Uh, the job seems easy enough. Oh, sorry. She needs assistance. The job <laughs> seems easy enough. She needs an expert in an esoteric field. Right. Someone with both the knowledge and careful dexterity to solve a puzzle. But the solution to one small problem blows the lid open on the biggest scandal going back decades and involving numerous prominent New Yorkers who would prefer the past to stay buried. <laughs> no. I can't, I can't even read the second paragraph. There's too many, too many double entendres cracking me up. Okay. So I'm just going to call it right there. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. Listeners, you'll have to go find your own <laughs> copy of A Delicate Touch by Stuart Woods yeah. to see what has yeah. uh, made Nick laugh. Yeah. So please don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for me. What do you got in the New York Times bestseller list? Uh, nothing. You didn't want to share what you were talking about? I'm not going to share. New York Times. You're not gonna tell me. No, you want I'll, me? To, I can I'll read you. you this no, paragraph. No, 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 it's fine. I got the uh, right. hardcover fiction. Wow, you're still <laughs> reading right. it. Just I, I, close I, I, it. Click away. I got to click away. All right. Okay. Speaking of Stuart Woods. Speaking of uh, number thirteen on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction. Unlucky thirteen. Desperate Measures by Stuart Woods. Mm. So the forty seventh book in the Stone Barrington series. Wow. Uh, debuts at number thirteen. Look out. So. So when does this other one come out? Delicate Touch? Uh, I don't know. I clicked away from it. All right. A couple months. All right. Well, he's November. A, he's running them fast. Yeah. Uh, Where the Crawdads Sings is not on the top 10. Uh-oh. It's a different It's a different time. Goodbye, Crawdads. So, so number 10, we have uh, Winter in... Nope. When We Were Young by The Killers. Jazz Kidding <laughs> by Karen Kingsbury. And this is about somebody li- being stuck in a marsh and solving mysteries? This is somebody but That who, was Crawdads. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, the reality of Noah and Emily Carter's marriage is different from one curated from their social media followers. Poof, snooze. Yeah. It turns out Noah, he doesn't look like a thi- He doesn't look... Ah, forget it! <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. He doesn't, doesn't look a thing. That's doesn't a, look a thing. Like Jesus. But he talks like a gentleman. Is this for the killers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, I screwed it up. I ruined he it. Did. Anyway. He did. I saw the Goo Goo Dolls, everyone. I don't know if we talked about that, but I did. Yeah. That's it. I, maybe you didn't talk talking about, about it. Talking about 90s. I just figured. No, huh. killers are early aughts, mid aughts. Well, so are the Goo Goo 2000, Dolls. 2007. They're relevant today, uh, man. <laughs> I'm not attacking the Goo Goo Dolls. I wish you would. Anyways, that was number 10. Okay. Uh, number nine. 
uh, Winter in Paradise by Ellen Hildebrand. Irene Steele uncovers her husband's secret life on a Caribbean island following his death. Mm. That's a good time for somebody to find your secrets, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. No harm, what no What do ball. I care? It only ruins your legacy and tarnishes how people view you. Yeah. Which is the same as ruining your legacy. I'm sorry. But you still, but you still used all the money you were going to use. That's true. You had all the yeah. steak you were going to eat. Yeah. So yeah. What, what else is there? Yeah, I guess it depends on how your, your own internal, you know, how you feel about that. You don't feel anything. You're dead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> leave the man alone. He's dead. <laughs> Number eight, uh, Vince Flynn, Red War by Kyle Mills. When the Russian prime minister plots to invade the Baltics, only Mitch Rapp can stop him with his own Mitch Rapp. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Mitch Rapp, and I'm here to say that's usually yeah. where you go. Yeah, rap that, wise. That's no, not this time. Oh, you didn't. Do you have one? Uh, Let's no. hear it. No. Let's drop that sick beat. Uh, Listen, I know this okay. isn't your fault. What? But these bestsellers are a real snooze fest. Every one of them has been boring. No, I thought the Karen Kingsbury one was interesting. Boring. Like, they, they curate Dull. their own perfect marriage on, fa- like, Facebook. But yeah. in life, drama. Oh, no. They're yeah. only, like, 90% of all people. Uh, <laughs> okay. Dang. Uh, number seven, The Witch Elm by Tana French. <laughs> You're not even trying. I, the Witch Elm. The, the witch. witch. The Witch Elm. After Toby Hennessy's retreats to his family's ancestral home, a skull discovered in the backyard exposes his family's past. Well, that's the best time for your family's past. Yeah. When you're, all your family's dead. When you're, what do they care? dead. Yeah. No legacy tarnished. Yeah. Oh, sure. Found a skull. Found a skull in the backyard. Uh-huh. That's spooky. Yeah. I found bones in my backyard, but I think they were animal bones. Yeah. I don't think it was anything untoward. Yeah. Like animals like squirrels or animals like chimpanzees? <laughs> it's an elephant graveyard yeah you might have issues if it's anything that's not rural yeah i kind of like this cover town of french the witch elm yeah you wanted to say the witcher there so bad the The witch elm (laughs) henry cavill's the witcher (laughs) um number six holy ghost what why am i thinking there's a song I mean, there's like, a lot of right, gospel yes, songs yes, about the Holy Ghost. I guess I feel like there's like a love song or a hmm. rock song. I love the Holy Ghost. No, <laughs> okay. never mind. Number good. six, Holy Ghost by John Sanford. Virgil Flowers oh, investigates yeah. shootings in a Minnesota town following an attempt to revive its ailing economy. <gasps> like ancient Egypt. Egypt. <laughs> They're looking for the coins. Yeah. Uh, number five, Ambush. Uh, by James Patterson and James O'Born, Michael Bennett discovers that an assassin targeting him and his family. Would you be happier if I said this was Ambush Bug of the New Gods? Yes. <laughs> okay. it, right? Because he's got the Ambush Bug. Doesn't yes. he have like the red outfit yeah, with red. the bug eyes? The bug he's eyes. fun. He is, yeah. He looks like he's wearing like a bee catcher yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Man, I'm trying to talk to you at your level here. Ambush Thank Bug. You. Thank you. Ambush new Bug. Gods. DC Comics. It would help if you cared any about the new gods. I don't really care about the new gods. Same as the old gods. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A Spark of Light by Jody Picoult. The lives of patients, doctors, and activists intersect when a gunman holds them all hostage in a women's health center in Mississippi. Mm. You ugly. You ugly. Isn't that a thing? You like you say Miss- you spell it Mississippi and oh. then you like M I S S I. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Yeah. <laughs> you ugly. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. Thank hey, you. Thank you. That pet me right up. No problem. Number three, Unsheltered by Barbara Kingsolver. Intertwined oh. stories of two families who live in different centuries on the same street corner in Vinland, New Jersey. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it was three. So the reaction was New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, number two, The Next Person You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Album, the sequel to The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Yeah. Paul's Annie on her heavenly journey. Yeah. Yeah. 
people have been since 2003 people have been like mitch what about the sixth person you yeah. meet Navit? yeah he's been like i'm working on it yeah uh i don't know howard hughes maybe <laughs> no i'll go back to the drawing board okay. uh all right number one this there's a lot writing on this more than ever so you're there's holding your breath on this yeah are you holding every breath yes. by nicholas sparks Difficult choices surface when Hope Anderson I can't. and True Walls be in the North Carolina seaside town. So you're upset. This has everything you want. It has two people. They're meeting. It's North Carolina. It's a seaside town. It's not what I want. There's not a lot here in this description. Like two by two. They don't need it. You don't need it. But two, remember, Sparks. two by two was here forever, and that was just pushing like a single dad. Yeah. Like you got. A gist of it. Now it's just saying there's just two people yeah. and difficult choices. Uh, I guess this would be a good time to mention that episode 78, we did a Nicholas Sparks spotlight. Yeah, you and I read Knights of Redante. And I kind of liked it. Yeah. We were joined by special guest Kendra Mickles, who's My the wife. host of her own podcast. That's true. Riddle Me. No. no nostalgia yeah. Me This. <laughs> yeah, Nostalgia Me This. I got it, I though. She, I has got to, she has to uh, stop her co-host on that show from calling it Nostalgia Me That. You know what? I was going to say Nostalgia Me That, and I was yeah. like, no, that's wrong. It's and the then, first part. And then Riddle right. came out. Yeah. Anyway, it's <laughs> a fun podcast. You should check it out if you, don't, if yeah. you haven't listened to it yet. Uh, this week, they talked about Willy Wonka. Oh, I love Willy Wonka. And the original one. I, okay. Because they're very young, so I didn't know if we were going to be talking about uh, You Johnny think they're Depp. nostalgic for the Tim Burton? Maybe. No. They're nostalgic for Halo. I don't know. I can't yeah. follow. I don't know. Yeah. I'm a little nost- I'm nostalgic for Halo. Good for you, man. Thanks, man. Uh, all right. Yeah. So Episode 78 featuring 78, Kendra. Yeah. Sparks our, fly. And a review of Knights of Redante. Yes. So yep. kind of liked it. Yeah, but not I the movie. Hated that movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So all right. That's it. Right? Yeah. That's we don't it. read Nicholas Sparks together anymore. Huh. So Yeah. You know, we need some us time. Yeah. And I think what is this one called? Love finds a way. What? With danger present. What's this? This is every breath. No. Someone dies, but every we breath. love each other Say still. Every breath. Okay. Every breath. All like right. The, every like breath. The sting song. Yeah. Every move. Well, that's a police, technically. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> All yep. right, let's take it over to Goodreads, everybody. Nick and Eric the uh, it is the 10th annual Goodreads Choice Awards. <laughs> exciting, exciting stuff. So as we mentioned at the top of the show, this is where just readers vote. Uh, you are given a certain set of books based on, I assume, how many people have shelved these books. Yeah, I don't know how they're picked. There are a couple different rounds to it. So right now we're in the early stages. So you vote, and then they get a short list, and you vote, and then there's a winner. So we're just going to go through now and give you basically the highlights. You can find this all at goodreads.com slash choice awards. Uh, and that then you can go through all the different genres and see exactly what's picked. Quite a lot of things on here. They're also doing like a best of the best for their tenure, so... You can vote on that as well, but it's fun. So yeah, I encourage you to the vote. Top ten books of the ten years Goodreads been around. Yeah, so it's a big list. It is. I have big. read very little on it. Oh, really? I had a decent amount. Well, all right. Let's do it. Let's you? take a look first at fiction. Uh, I think as we go through, we should just start with the ones that we've actually read, and then the others kind of go through. All right. So the best sure. fiction. Let me. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't see a polling. A polling center, anyways. I didn't vote for that, so huh. oh, let's interesting. Yeah, I don't well, know where I was going with that. Demotion carries. <laughs> in Did you case, say demotion? In case of a tie, uh-huh. I get you know, it sides with me if there's a tie. Right. I do remember yeah. that in my contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I signed that. 
Well, uh, you have a you have a pretty yeah. good manager who's looking out for you. Thanks. <laughs> All right, here they are. Uh, some some of the ones we've discussed already was uh, killing Were. commendatory by Harukumi Haruki Marakumi. Yeah, that was just on the bestsellers list. It was. Uh, the Overstory by Richard Powers was on the short list mm-hmm. for National Book. I think so. Yes. Yep. Uh, there, There by Tommy Orange was a bestseller yep. for quite a while. The Female uh, Persuasion by Meg Wolitzer. Uh, Fred McBo- uh, Frederick Bachman's sequel to Up Against You. Uh, oh, sorry. What? What? What are you doing? Bear Town is the first book. Right. Us Against You is the second book. So yeah. if you liked Bear Town, the sequel's out. Yeah. You mentioned The Female Persuasion. That's actually the only one on this list that I have read. Oh. And I thought it was fine. Yeah, you I know, given other choices, I probably wouldn't say like that was great. It was an interesting book. It was an interesting experience. It was right. all about, it was about a, a college girl mm-hmm. who is inspired by like a big mover and shaker feminist, and she sort of follows her, and it's her it's her progression into kind of becoming that sort uh-huh. of superseding her mentor, which is it's an interesting right. interesting book, worth reading. You yeah, your tastes have are definitely more mystery thriller. Thank you. When you get over to this list. Uh, I would also like to read Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. Uh, but that's actually not out yet. So I guess oh. they're just assuming people, people like, are going to yeah. like it. Hmm. Which is uh, safe to say. She's Leanne Moriarty. Okay, yeah. Author. My wife is excited for that one. Yes, yeah, she is. Uh, we're going to have to have her back and do a Leanne Moriarty spotlight. Hmm. All right. Uh, best mystery and thriller. Yeah. So I've read a couple on here. You've read what? The Woman in the Window. Yes, by A.J. Finn. The Wife Between Us. Yes. And I think maybe that's it. I no, no I read Ruth Ware, uh, Death, Death of Mrs. Westaway. And you started The President is Missing. Oh, boy, that was sucked. Can you, I say sucked on the podcast? Uh, I guess you okay, did. Thank you. Uh, I was going to read Stephen King's The Outsider. I didn't. No. I've been wanting to read Then She Was Gone uh, by mm-hmm. Lisa Jewell. I've been also wanting to read Bring Me Back by B.A. Paris. I haven't read either of those. Uh, I don't plan on reading Lethal White, which is J.K. Rowling's, I want to say, fourth Cormoran mm, Strike book. Yeah. Um, but I also have uh, Sometimes I Lie by Alice Feeney. That is, uh, that's on my shelf here to read. Okay. And Tana French's The Witch Elm, which, we, which is a current bestseller. Yeah, The Witch is Elm. Is also on this list. Yeah. So if you want my vote out of the ones I've read, I think I would give it to The Wife Between Us. Not The Woman in the Window? Wow. I think, I think in some ways The Woman in the Window is a better book. Mm-hmm. But I think if it's really like the the mystery and like the the... The twisty sort of thriller if you're looking for that kind of thing uh-huh. then i would probably give it to the wife between us okay it, that was kind of a it was a well-crafted book in a way that the woman in the window wasn't okay so yeah that would be my vote there all right death of mrs westaway was very okay it was sad it was very okay okay best historical fiction yeah are right, any of these stand out to you uh reese bowen uh, who is the writer of our current book club pick. Uh, what's it called? Her Royal Spinus mm-hmm. has one on here. Which one? Uh, the Tuscan Child. Ah, okay. Where the Crawdads Sing has been on the New York Times bestseller list for a long time. Yeah. And Nick finished The Great Alone by I Kristen Hanna. I really like The Great Alone. I haven't read many of these others, uh, yeah. but I thought The Great Alone was actually very good. And it, as you know, when you, you're thinking of that as historical fiction, I thought mm-hmm. it did a good job. I don't know. Usually when you hear historical fiction, you assume it's going to be like a World War II novel. Right. This was, Hmm. you know, this was set in the 70s, but it did a really good job of sort of capturing like the vibe of like the post-Vietnam era. Right. Even though these people were kind of set apart from that, it's still, I mean, it's still dictated a lot of their actions. Uh, So I was was really impressed with that. I do want to read Unsheltered by Barbara Kingsolver. 
Yeah, that. What didn't I just talk that's, about that? That's on the bestseller list. Yeah, yep. Barbara, that and uh, the clockmaker's daughter was also on the bestsellers list yep. and is on this as yep. well. Yep. So, so anyway, that's some of the ones that are on the list here. Each one has uh, about ten different options that you can vote from, and you always have the option to write in as well. So, uh, you can do that. Yep. All right, you, why don't you take it away, Eric? We're on fantasy now. Okay. All right. Just oh. pass it over to Eric. Sure, Little I'll, Eric loves his fantasy. I'll continue. No, I, all right. Uh, Nora Roberts Year One is on here. Sure is. Uh, Cersei by Madeline Miller, which just Such blew our mind. Very it, confusing. That was on the New York Times bestseller Number list. Number one? For a, yes. And for a long time. It was. It was confusing. Uh, the Shape of Water, though, by Gil- Guillermo del Toro. Uh, Guillermo. I can't do it. Guillermo. Uh, anyway, that's he wrote. Uh, it's his script, I think, novelized. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spinning Silver by Naomi Novak. That's the sequel to, oh uh, boy, Un- Uprooted, which won the Nebula a few years ago. So that's a young adult book. Patricia Briggs. Uh, this is not one of the, uh, what's her name? Mercy Thompson, right? Is that what it is? That's her usual series? Uh, maybe. It's not one of those. Uh, it's a, it's the Alpha and Omega series, book number five, Burn Bright. Patricia Briggs is one. One about the wolves? Yeah. She's she stays pretty popular. I mean, she manages to you know in, in a genre like that, like a Christine Feehan or something, you can kind of get pushed to the sidelines. But it seems like Patricia Briggs um, usually stays yeah. right up there. So one I almost read. Uh, oh, I see why I didn't. Age of War: The Legends of the First Empire. Mm-hmm. This is book three. I think I almost picked the first book up to do audiobook when I was taking a road trip. Okay, but I didn't. So hmm. no story. All right. So you haven't read any of these. Uh no, I still need to read Uprooted. Uprooted, who's that by? That's Spinning. Uh, that's Naomi Novak. I need to read the first book. Oh, I of see. Spinning Silver. Oh, I see. Spinning Silver yeah. is the, the follow up. Okay. Yeah. But what are those about? What is that series? Uh, there's a wizard, and he always has to take uh like a girl from the village. I don't remember. Oh, okay. But it's apparently was a lot better than uh people were expecting. Okay. So. Uh, I haven't read anything in romance, but let's see what big names are in romance. Usually it's pretty dirty over here. <laughs> uh, Darker by E.L. James. Oh, sure. Is on the list. Yep. Uh, The Thief by J.R. Ward. Uh, All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover. Mm, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't recognize any of these. None of these showed up on any of the best sales list. Yeah. I you know I was looking at that too. There's also there's not a lot of um, the wedding date. Not a lot Jasmine. of big names in that either. Yeah. So uh, I e- guess maybe I'm not super hip on the. Big yeah. names oh well, romance, Lisa Clay Pass. What she writes something else. Does she pass? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. What does she write? Uh, Come on, Nick. Sorry. Okay. That's the the series is the Ravenels. We we have one. It's called like Snow Queen, I think. That's been really popular. Yeah. Those are usually paperbacks, like uh, the, the smaller paperbacks. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, probably J.R. Ward and Darker are the, are the biggest names on the list, I would say. Yeah. Uh, by E.L. James. Darker by E.L. James. Let's. <laughs> how many times are you going to say E.L. James? I, I What's guess going a on? Lot. Uh, best science fiction. So who's here? Uh, Pierce Brown, Iron and Gold. I've seen this series around, but I know nothing about it. Uh, V.E. Schwab has Vengeful. Uh, she wrote the Darker Shades of Magic. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. This is in her villain series. That's book two. Oh, okay. Uh, Sinzin Lao has a new book, Ball Lightning, and it's a standalone, I guess. Um, a new standalone military sci-fi adventure from and the best-selling author. He wrote the Three Body Problem. Oh, okay. Which won the Hugo. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two other books in that series that I've read. The first one, and it was pretty good. Um, as much as I didn't understand it, I was still like, no, this is this is cool. Um, and people seem to be interested in it too. So they've checked it out. Okay. Um, John Scalzi's on here with Head On. James A. James S. A. Corey with uh, Persopolis Rising. What number is that? Seven. It's the Jeez. seventh book yeah. in the Expanse series. Uh, yeah. Only Human Themis Files. No, that's not one. None of these. A lot. There's a lot of. Um, I, I never like when it's when they're all like sequels mm. because it's not a it's not a very. I mean, I guess it makes sense that they'd be the more, most popular ones, but it's not a very friendly list to like jump into. No, that that does that does has the same effect on me. I'm like, oh, what's this book? Book three? Never mind. Yeah, like this one, uh, Martha Wells' Artificial Conditioning. It's book two. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm not uh, the Murder Bot Diaries. All right, maybe I'll <laughs> see what the first book's about. I remember when that came out. I think that was shortlisted for something. I think that maybe it was a Hugo contender, mm. the first one there. Okay. But I, yeah, Record of a Spacebound Few by Becky Chambers sounds interesting, but it is book, book three. So Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of seeing all sequels uh, up for awards. Yeah. I prefer like book ones or Yeah, it'd be kind of nice if they got their own category. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. All right, so what is this? This is horror. Let's take a look at horror. Well, mm-hmm. uh, biggest names on here, I would say, would be... Uh, John Connolly's The Woman in the Woods, Elevation by Stephen King, which came out, uh, well, as we record, it came out today, October 30th. Um, Anne I've heard Rice. good things about this. Ramsey's The Damned. Time. Anne Rice is back, huh? Yeah. Uh, so you've heard things about The Woman in the Woods? No, about Elevation. I've heard oh. positive things about okay. Elevation. Yep. Uh, yeah, I don't recognize anything here. Oh, no, I heard not good things about Stephen King's Elevation. Elevation. Oh, really? yeah. What'd you hear? Uh, that like its protagonist, the book is slim and empty. Huh. Well, I hope that's not true. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been kind of off Stephen King, so. Okay. I mean, I've been reading older stuff, but I haven't, I'm not up to date. I was looking forward to reading that one, and now you've ruined it. No, for I'm me. sorry. That was just AV Club. Okay. Get on their case. Uh, best humor, uh, which you need after best horror. You sure do. Now, I do want to read uh, Calypso by David Sedaris, and I just haven't, haven't got there yet. Mm-hmm. My wife read. Uh, or listen to the Last Black Unicorn yeah. by Tiffany Haddish. She listened at Haddish. I've heard that does the kind of a. It's pretty upsetting as well. I I think she's had a pretty rough life. Yeah, yeah. So, um, got some other big names on here. Retta has a book out. Oh yeah, uh, so close. Well, I guess I can't read that whole title on the air. <laughs> this uh, Obama Biden mystery is. I've heard good things about that too. Uh, I read a little bit of that. It's basically a murder mystery where Barack Obama and Joe Biden team up <laughs> to like, go on a road trip and solve a mystery. Yeah, it reminds me like reading it. It reminds me of those Elvis mysteries that I like That's so funny. much. So probably someday I'll right. sit down and read Hope Never Dies, but it won't be this day. Springfield Confidential. What's this? I don't. Uh, Joe secrets outright lies from a lifetime writing of The Simpsons. You know what? I think I don't remember hearing good things about this. Really? Yeah. Hmm. D.L. Hughley's got one on here. Tom Papa mm. has one on here. Um, do you remember D.L. Hughley best? I just screwed up his last. Do you remember him best from his own show or playing the uh, Gadget Mobile? Hmm. I don't remember him from his own show, so I think by default <laughs> I would have to say Gadget Mobile. All right. Actually, I probably know him best from Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Huh? But I'm the only one who's seen the show. <laughs> yeah. so. 
doesn't yeah. doesn't matter. Matthew Perry doesn't remember that no, one either. He tries but not to. that's not because of cocaine. <laughs> uh, let's look at nonfiction. Okay. Well, I can tell you right off the bat that uh, "Girl, Wash Your Face" by Rachel Hollis has been in demand. That's been on oh. on the bestseller list a long time. It's been we've had a lot of requests for it. We do have copies of it, so check that out. Uh, Madeline Albright has a book, "Fascism: A Warning." I'm sure that's a light read. Um, I'll be gone in the dark. One woman's obsession for the Golden State Killer. Yeah, that was a yeah a big Michelle, deal for a while. Michelle McNamara. Yep. Um, and then they caught him. Pub- published that was published posthumously, unfortunately. Uh, yep. So. Fear by Bob Woodward. Uh, what else do we have? A, lo- a lot of political stuff in here, as you yeah. might expect. Um, out of here, I'm probably most interested in the Madeline Albright book. I probably mm-hmm. check that out. Uh, let's move on to memoir and autobiography. Get some ideas. Again, you can find the we're kind of jumping through here just so you can get an idea and go and vote yourself uh, again at goodreads.com slash choice awards. Okay. Uh, oh, I saw, I don't know, my brain mixed up those letters and saw All You Can Ever Know by Nicolas Cage, but it's Nicole Chung. Yeah, that's so not Nicolas Cage that's, at all. Yeah. I have a hold on In Pieces by Sally Mur- uh, Sally Field. I almost said Sally Murphy, Queen did. of Halloween. Shout out to the Halloween Queen, Sally Murphy, yeah. Jacoby. Jacoby Murphy. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got it wrong. In Pieces by Sally Field is what that's the one that I'm most excited about on this list. Educated by Tara Westover was on the bestsellers list for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, yep. I actually read the James Comey book, A Higher Loyalty, but it was dumb and I'm not going to vote for it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, we also have The Sun Does Shine How I Found Life and Freedom on Death Row by Anthony Ray Hinton. Mm. We've got. Tell Me More, Stories About the 12 Hardest Things I'm Learning to Say by Kelly Corrigan uh-huh. and many others. So take a look. Do you think he had a nice car? Maybe. Yeah. I hope so. Is this another song lyric? Though? Grease. Oh. oh, I see. Yeah. Is that not what they ask? Good stuff. No. What do they ask so. about his car? In in the... Grease song. Tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. I mean, none, none of that's G-rated, so I can't... Oh. I can't tell you. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to read, sorry, moving on to history and biography. Dumb movie. I've been wanting to read The Monk of Mocha by Dave Eggers. Mm. I said on the podcast that I would Oh, oh yes, we're biographies and biographies history and now. History, yeah, but I haven't actually read that yet. So. Okay. Leadership in Turbulent Times. That one, I feel like, didn't we just talk about that? Doris Kearns Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, on yeah. an award or something. Yeah. Uh, in the Hurricane's Eye. What is this? Yeah, Nathaniel, Phil George Pat- Washington. Nathaniel Philbrick is pretty pretty popular in this yeah. genre. Of course, we have a Mr. Rogers, The Good Neighbor. Rocket Life Man. Life and work of Fred Rogers. Yep. Uh, this this one, to me, is a lot more interesting than the uh, memoir and biography. The Good Neighbor? Oh, this whole, whole section. The whole section. Yeah. There's a lot of the books in there that Lincoln's I like. Lincoln's Last Trial, God Save Texas, The Woman's Hour. Uh, yeah, I recognize a lot of this, even if mm-hmm. I haven't read them. Mm-hmm. Science and technology. I don't know. Yeah, well, you got Neil deGrasse Tyson on here. His his books tend to be pretty popular. Accessory to war. Yep. Oh, the rise and fall of dinosaurs. Yeah. I read half of that and then was bored. And it was about dinosaurs. You didn't. Well, I remember when you were reviewing it on the podcast, you said you'd like to read it before bed because it helped you fall asleep. Yeah. Half of it was about dinosaurs. Okay. And that was cool. And the other half was just this own guy's experience like just looking for dinosaur bones, but he made it sound, it, made, it was more like a travelogue mm. and just interacting with people. I'm like, I don't care yeah. about the fun stranger you met with an open smile. Mm-hmm. Get back to the dinosaurs. Get back to the dinosaurs. Who ate what? So, and who in that uh, situation? Michael Pollan, uh, a, a big name, New York Times bestselling mm. author here has one. How to change your mind. What the new science of psychedelics teaches us about consciousness, <laughs> dying, addiction, depression, and transcendence. Ooh, spying on whales. Uh, they don't like that. A topic that I'm interested in, 
would be the Space Barons, uh, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and the quest to colonize the cosmos. Mm. Uh, I don't know that I'll sit down and read that book, but yeah, interesting. Uh, I out of the two that are in there, there's that one you just mentioned, and then there's uh, the Future of Humanity by uh, oh, how do I say this? Mishu. Oh, sorry, I clicked away. Oh, uh, Keku. Anyway, uh, terraforming Mars, interstellar, <laughs> terraforming Mars, interstellar travel, immortality, and our destiny beyond. Hmm. So that will. That's basically uh, things you'll never see. I'm going to make a bold guess and say that uh-huh. the Neil deGrasse Tyson book is going to win for this. That's a little bold. Yeah. But you got to be bold in the field of science, man. That's right. You sure do. Uh, you sure do. Do you want to talk about the cookbooks or do you just want to go through? Well, Magnolia, I mean, this would just be Magnolia maybe. Table by Joanna Gaines has, oh, been man. Po- has been popular. Man, I'll tell you that. My wife worships at the church of Magnolia. Does she really? Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go. So you have some insight. Yeah. Uh, several vegan cookbooks on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrissy Teigen's book has, has been a, a bestseller, I believe, so yeah. far. Cravings, Hungry for More. Lots of good cookbooks on here, and cookbooks are always popular here at the library. It's are like, they really? Yes. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Cool. People are always. I use uh, I use all recipes. The all recipes app. Well, aren't you just a new kid hmm. on the <laughs> block? Uh, hey, the graphic novel section. Yeah. A lot of the same from last year. Yeah, um, a lot of the same things. titles, so I'm not super excited, though I've read some. I mean, Paper Girls Volume 4 is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Marvel is here. She's been here, like, every year. Uh, the Avenger Zone is new. That one I liked. Uh, Be Prepared is new. That was one, one I voted for. I liked that one. Uh, that fence sounded kind of good to me. Yeah, Fence yeah. looks cool. Uh, Black Bolt we have in our collection. I've read Black Bolt. That was, I didn't like it. Uh, Herding Cats, That was uh, that's a new Sarah Scribbles one, so that will probably oh, be pretty popular, funny. Yeah. Uh, Saga Volume 8. That was a good one. I gave that four stars. Look nice. at that. Um, this Sabrina one I've seen popping up different places now. Mm. Um, I'd probably give it to Paper Girls out of there. Okay. All right. Well, you'd be wrong. I would? No, I mean, Be Prepared is just a standalone. It's good. I, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Well, let's look at poetry. We got a couple, Do we have couple to? Names we know. Kwame Alexander, Rebound. Didn't you read Rebound? No. Oh, you didn't. Okay. I read the I read uh, booked and the basketball one. Okay. Crossover. Alex Wa- Alice Walker has a new one, taking the arrow out of the heart. Okay. And let's look at debut author. Debut authors. This is one that I would give to AJ Finn here for Woman in the Window because it is a strong. It's a strong debut, so that would be my choice. A, a lot of these are repeats from earlier. Um, there, there by Tommy Orange. Girl Burns Brighter. There. there. Uh, the Chalk Man. By C.J. Tudor, Tattooists of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. Uh, right. lo- a lot of repeats in here. No, that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? Repeats? Well, from previous categories. Oh, okay. Like these, these are yeah. all, most of these ones' debuts have been nominated from other places. I haven't. You said nominated, like nominated. Oh, thank you. That was hilarious. What do you think <laughs> about this best young adult fiction? Uh, I think as somebody who buys the best young adult fiction for the library, I'm doing pretty good this year. Are you? Yeah. Um, You're always a fan of those Charlotte Holmes books case for james i'm not a fan i'm a fan of the concept they're popular they are popular yeah yeah uh pudding which is the sequel to uh dumpling Mm -hmm. is up there Uh, i just ordered the cheerleaders and lee are on the offbeat myself today lee on the offbeats by the is that by the the uh simon versus the homo sapien agenda yes okay yep same uh love hate and other filters has been you just requested sadie yes sadie by courtney summers that actually that looked really good that looked like a thriller um Starry Eyes, Tyler Johnson was here, Love Life in the List, um, and Save the Date, we all have. Love Life in the List is by Kay- Casey West. She's like a 
pop, very popular romance, okay. uh, teen romance author. Those are very popular. A lot of familiar names over on the young adult science fantasy. and fantasy yeah, section. Get, let's see. So you got Marie Lou for Wild Card. Um, you got War Storm, which I think is the end of this series, this Red Queen. Oh, wow. By, uh, what is it, Victoria Aveyard. Sarah J. Maas, The Court of Frost and Starlight. Uh, Kingdom of Ash. I, is Kingdom of Ash out? Uh, some of them aren't. Hmm. I don't think I've All seen right. that one. All uh, right. Lifelike, uh, Obsidio, Children of Blood and Bone, who's also up for uh, debut author, Cruel Prince, Thunderhead, The Fates Divided, probably is not going to win by Veronica Roth. Yeah, I tried the first one. Not even last yeah. night could keep me reading. The Bells, uh, Dread Nation, uh, had a lot of uh, steam at the beginning, and Reapers at the Gates by uh, Seba Tahir. So, uh, yeah, a lot of repeat people mm-hmm. another another section where there's a lot of series in here a lot of volume two i mean the sarah j moss one is like what book seven yeah so um i children of blood and bone was one that i think still has a lot uh going for it right now okay so middle grades i don't did i look at this one i think i did uh before we middle grades mm-hmm. yeah i want i've one of the nominated one here has been on a couple other lists and that is willa of the wood by robert Beatty. that's that's gotten some uh, good reviews that's one i'd like to check you out. have neil patrick Best harris seller. uh the magic misfits mm. you have uh the penderwicks at last which is the last book of uh whatever that series is the penderwick series mm-hmm. rick riordan of course yeah actually did you notice uh you got arusha Arusha in the End of Time. This is Pandava Quartet Book One. Okay. Uh, by uh, Roshani uh, Chokshi. Yeah. Rick Riordan presents. Interesting. He's getting in the James Patterson wow. game. Wow. So he's like putting his brand yeah. on that. Okay. Um, but we have most of these ones too. Um, I think last year wasn't it Rick Riordan who won? And that seemed like I think so. And that yeah. doesn't seem fair. Sunny yeah. by Jason Reynolds. That's part of the track series. Those are popular as well. The track series. What is that? Uh, just kids at school doing track kids who run track yeah okay. you figured it out man well great <laughs> all right you would know any of these picture books i sure would me. well i can tell you right now that um my favorite of the ones i've read and i have the rest of these like coming would be uh, drawn together by min lee okay that's a great story it's about a it's about a kid and uh, his grandpa and they don't speak the same language yeah. i saw the comedy central series <laughs> And so he, he goes and is hanging out with his grandpa, and they're just, like, really not connecting. Mm-hmm. And so the kid starts, like, drawing. Right. And then the grandpa starts drawing, and they have this whole, like, <sighs> world where he, he's drawing in a really classic style with pencil, and the kid's all, like, color, and then mm-hmm. they, like, switch instruments. And it's just a really it's a really good book about different ways to communicate, ways okay. to connect with people. Cool. Uh, illustrations are good. Uh, the writing is good. I really like that one a lot. Matt, ba- Matt De La Pena, who won the... Um, uh, the Newberry for a picture book uh, a couple years back, last up on Market Street, has okay. uh, has one called Love that's on here, which I actually thought was just okay. It wasn't great. Um, but th- those are the ones that I've read so far, and I will uh, have more coming. Baby Monkey Private Eye, which, I mean, how can you resist a title like that? Is this like the... That? Is it, where, where is this one? Hello, Lighthouse. My Old Friend. Petra. No. Julian is a Mermaid. I Am Enough. Island Born. Little ladies, bold women in Black history. Uh, so, so quite a quite a list here. And actually, I'm I'm looking. I'm, I will read all of these. So I'm looking forward to that. I think most of them sound pretty interesting. Yeah. And this is, I mean, just as a parent, I like this because it points me in the direction of some right. things that I might have missed otherwise. Yeah. I can read to my son, and some we've got some of his favorite books out of these uh, 
awards in the past. Cool. Anyway, I cast some votes for ones that I've read in here, and uh, I'm going to... You can vote for multiples in the same category? No, no. I mean, I didn't vote in every single category for for the Goodreads Choice Awards. Um, But I hope to read a couple of more by the time the actual awards are announced, and we'll keep you up to date. Yeah, we'll read the winners. We'll see if uh, we have read. It's in December. Yeah, is the awards. Yep, award so season is real good to us. It is. It so, is. yeah, real good content wise. That's right. Oh, and it helps. Like I said earlier, I mean, it really helps fill out the collection, making sure that we've yeah. uh, got everything that we need to have. And actually, uh, a lot of these uh, best picture books. Hats off to our children's librarian because we have most of them. Yeah. So I just told you all the ones I had. Well, you already took you, your own hat off. Kate's not here. That's true. I did. Yeah. I did take my. I tipped my hat to myself. You did. I looked you in did. the mirror and I tipped my hat. Yeah. And then in process, my reflection tipped, tipped his hat, hat to, to me. You. That's so, right. And if you hold a mirror up while you're doing that, it's an infinite hat tipping. No. Oh, so it's I like pretty that. great. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's talk about some upcoming library events. So we have uh, a popular favorite, Creek Bend Band, coming back. Uh, mm-hmm. They're here just about every year. Uh, that's November 15th at 7 o'clock. The book clubs are we're currently wrapping up on The Dead Zone, and then we're going to start Never Go Back by Lee Child. Never. And the thing with the Jack Reacher books, if you haven't read a lot of Jack Reacher books, you can jump in just about any place. That's what I figure, yeah. Yeah, so you don't so need to episodic. have read all the others. You can jump right in. Right. And then we're reading Her Royal Spiness by Reese Bowen, mm-hmm. and that's later this month. So we hope you can join us for either of those. What about you, buddy? What do you got? Going on? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So today is... Hmm. Oh, Tuesday. Not Tuesday. <laughs> the 2nd, which is a Friday, November 2nd at 3.30, we're showing Teen Titans Go to the Movies, I which was movie. pretty darn funny. I love that movie. Um, and then I guess uh, it's business is normal uh with teen night starting the 7th mm-hmm. uh again because we're taking tomorrow off because there's like a block party in the city for halloween it's exciting so all the kids are going to be there apparently i i can't offer the same i guess equivalent as, as a block a party. party no you can't no, no amount of nintendo switches shouldn't equal even a try. block party <laughs> um but we just had hawk creek that was so much fun my hawk, son loved that we had hawk creek wildlife center come and uh, they brought their Harry Potter owls presenta- presentation. And uh, so basically they brought three hours, a screeching owl, a barn owl, and another type of owl. I can't remember. Mm, I can't remember what it was either. Um, but they're, they're owls that you would find in Harry Potter's world or yeah. just cool And these owls. were rescue owls. These were, well. yes. Uh, one of them had was a nice touch. W- the screeching owl, the small one, was deaf because its tree had been cut yeah. down when it was young. But it was yeah. like 14 years old. Yeah, yeah. My uh, wife felt so sad. I'm like... I think it's living a pretty good yeah. life. Okay, yeah. The, well, the, he said the upper limit for their life expectancy was ten years. Yeah, and she was fourteen. Yeah, so she's doing doing uh, well. But yeah, they were real good. They uh, we had everybody like in chairs and everything, but he still walked like in mm-hmm. between the aisles mm-hmm. and uh, let people get pictures with the owls. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. And then we had our Halloween party, and that was a packed, sold out room. Yes, it uh, was. So wall to wall. We're gonna have to expand next year. Yeah. So that was uh, that was a big deal. And then uh, we're going to be doing like a thousand books by what is it? Thousand books by kindergarten. Yeah, that's the plan. It's a new uh, new program that we're doing where we're encouraging parents and kids to or parents to read a thousand books to their kids before the kids hit kindergarten. Right. It improves literacy skills. It improves vocabulary skills, and just really helps to set kids off, get yeah. them off to a good start. Yeah. So we're trying to make that. I know a thousand sounds daunting, but mm-hmm. you know we've got some simple ways to yeah. accomplish that. But we're so. throwing like a launch party. Yes. Uh, do you remember the? Day? Is that the sixteenth or the seventh? I, I can't believe remember. it's the seventeenth. That's a Saturday. Yeah, okay. We'll post for sure. Yeah, and there'll be sign ups starting sometime this week so yep. those were all on our facebook and everything yeah so that's what's going on here yeah 
pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. We're done with Halloween, so we can't talk about Halloween books for yeah. another year. Yeah. Ever. So, yeah. 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 We yeah. should get uh, Jessica, who works here at the library, to come on and Tell us about the debrief about the haunted house yeah. because she goes deep on the haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, she uh, she just did some. Uh, we had the YMCA come over, and mm-hmm. she applied zombie makeup to them. Scary, and it was pretty grotesque. I'll show you some pictures. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm good. No, it's it's, no, it's, it's good. Fine. It looks like they've actually eaten human yeah, beings. I hear you, and I don't. All right, I don't think. Oh, I, I mean, tonight's taco night at my house. It's so your that's own kind house. of a big deal. Great. So everybody, Eric's address is. <laughs> yeah, just kidding. It's Dancing with the Stars. We do Dancing with the Stars, and we eat tacos. Is does that have a name? Does it have a special cute name? No, I it don't doesn't? think it does. does I, is it tacos? No. Or? Oh, okay. All I right. think I think it's just it's tacos and tango, oh, or tangos and taco. Oh. I don't know. Either way, uh, I'm trying to think cute. if there's anyone. Joe from Fast Life, she's gone. Oh no. Yeah, it was a bummer. Well, but I hope but she took the good and took the bad. John Schneider. Is it, did I say that right? Yeah. Of Dukes of Hazard, yeah. But for you, Smallville, yeah, he's, just a good he's old still boy. there. Good for him. So he's, yeah, he's having a good yeah, old time. He's making his way the only he, way he knows how. He's one of those people that like, you'd be like, John, your life stinks. He's like, no, I don't think so. It's like, <laughs> no, it does. He's like, nope, I got my guitar. I got some bubble gum. Things well, are going all right. More power to him. <laughs> so We yeah. could all stand to be more like John Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. That's it. That is it. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in, folks. We'll be here next week. We'll see you then. Bye. Thank you.